Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Survivor 44 just finished for good. Carolyn mm-hmm. won. Oh, don't hurt me like that. I'm wearing uh, sunglasses to not show you my teary eyes over the results. Hey, I, uh, I'm uh, listen. I think I gotta start start watching that. I'm watching this show wrong. I'm setting myself for disappointment, and and that so that I can't wa- like I feel like I'm watching this show not right by the end of the season. Like I feel. <laughs> Like I've done something wrong in the way I perceive the show. Um, in that, like I get, I'm like so gung ho about Carolyn winning, and then when Jam Jam went, like last season, I was mad about the eventual winner, but Jesse losing did disappoint me a lot. But then I was really mad about Gabler winning. I didn't want to see that happen. But this year, Yam Yam winning, Jam Jam winning, I was. I, I think if I, I I would rewatch this season, especially the post merge. Mm-hmm. I I think I could rewatch it in the guise of okay, let's see Jam Jam's win. I probably agree with it. I'd probably be excited for him. Uh, but and then my my first emotion as the votes were read was disappointment because I wanted Carolyn to win. Well, the fact that there was no vote for Carolyn that really that sucks. That really was a punch to the gut for me. That was knocking the wind. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, she's there with Michelle Fitzgerald. Here's how I perceived this final travel. You ready for this? Uh huh. I think that Heidi's um, final travel performance. Uh, she told her personal story. That was good. That was a good mm-hmm. part of it. But I found that she wasn't really answering the questions too much. Sometimes she did a little bit. Uh, Carolyn was answering the questions, but not given a lot of opportunity. I don't think overall, I, I was worried about that. I was like, uh, they started going to her more towards the end. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. now they're back to her. Um, jam jam. I don't know if you noticed this, Joel, but would say would take either what Heidi said or take what Carolyn said and then reword it and make a joke and make everyone laugh at the end, but took exactly what they said, just rewording it. I and didn't notice that. I was believing that. I w- but I, I think he told the truth about his own game. I don't, I, I, I'd have to rewatch it again to, to see what you're seeing, but I think he did tell the truth about his own game. I wasn't just repeating what others said. Yeah, maybe in moments, but a lot of it was <laughs> repeating what others said. I think he won the game uh, at Final Tribal Council. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't. I, I don't think, know. I think he 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 talked the most confidently about his game. He had the um the answers more in control, and I do think he played. I don't know if it's the better game than Carolyn, but it is the more out front game. It is the game that takes less of an explanation at the end. And 
what I think we saw is that Carolyn said she was underestimated. She said she was she was smarter than she came off, and we know that's true. But I don't think she sold it as well as she has been selling it to us this entire season. To the uh, like the people on the tribal that knew her the most or were rooting for her the most, Carson and Franny were almost like trying to get her to tell everyone what how they knew she was Mm -hmm. where jam jam had it i i i did have that hyper self-aware kind of thing that i've been talking about all season where he can like deconstruct it like mid-sentence what he's saying to you he can say like he can be like asking you so many questions and then be like, maybe I'm, am I asking you, I guess I'm asking you too many questions, but this is how I am. Like that's like the similarities between Carolyn and Jam Jam, but Jam Jam has that sort of like holding your hand throughout that maybe is more endearing and more uh, showing of like a more self-aware game, I guess. Yeah, I I did appreciate how supportive the jury was. And I I was glad that Jeff brought that up, too, that -hmm. everyone was very was putting people's feet to the fire, but very nice and supportive. And and they were all getting layups, I think. I think that they wanted everybody to do well, like they they brought up what um, Heidi was doing. Well, they brought uh, Carson brought to the table like Heidi's move being so big of like doing the fire um herself which by the there was a part of me that was going to be concerned that we would have a lot of weight on fire again if Heidi won I mean good for <laughs> at Heidi least, at least that was a better move than Gabler not even really choosing to do the fire himself mm. either it like or just Cassidy not doing the fight. It's so yeah. funny. It's just like, oh, Cassidy lost last season because she didn't go to fire, even though she won. Heidi wins, goes to fire voluntarily, still doesn't win. <laughs> Can we get some goddamn consistency on this fire? Yeah, I know. Jeez. Um, yeah, we've, I feel like we've seen everything with this, like going to fire thing. Um, I think that if I was on Survivor now, I would mm-hmm. start my social game would be asking everyone how they feel about fire. Is that a strong thing to win? <laughs> What's your feeling on fire? Yeah. What's your stance on the fire challenge? I need to get yeah. a good gauge from everybody how they're feeling. So in the new era, three of the four winners were people who were taken to the end at fire three of the four yeah, yeah. and yeah. um and what's good for the goose is good for the gabler you know what i mean yeah i guess gabler was just i feel like any of those three would have beaten carson at fire though carson did get his fire up pretty quick against heidi but heidi literally had the fastest fire of all time yeah yeah, that We're working was backwards here. This is a big episode. That was that was insane. Okay, yes, we are working backwards. So let's uh, start at the beginning. We had uh, five people going into yeah. this episode. I don't know why they have them go back to go to a new camp 
if they're barely going to show us the dynamics of that new camp, you know, like I just, it just feels like, I guess it's some like, I don't, I just don't. That's just for them, I guess, just to make them <laughs> miserable without any kind of television reward for us. Yeah. <laughs> just to show Russell Hance that it is hard. They're, like they, they, it's, I think they like, it's the snake eating its own tail when, like these these repetitive twists they keep doing through the new era, like the 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 players are anticipating them so much that like Lauren literally brings the paintbrushes to tribal council last week because they thought yeah. they knew that they would be going to a new camp. Yeah, it's just all a part of it now. But yeah. and I mean, I guess I get it. It's just another thing. Yeah, it's to make them harder. It's to make them weaker. Yeah. Yeah, I so, get it. Um, weaker except for the and, first reward slash immunity challenge. I I will say when we spoke to... I can't remember if we spoke to Erica on mic about this, but apparently that was like the worst night that she had had there. Like the 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 night when they got back, they got back to the, the, the new bad camp. Yeah. Well, it would be. You don't have any of your camp that you've built up. Like you spend a lot of time at Merge, right? Like yeah. it, it's more days merged in that camp than any other time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then so we didn't get the repetitive thing where they're searching for an advantage that is like some fucking like advantage in the challenge. No, uh, we didn't or, get that. We we got people uh, looking for idols. Uh, got to be disheartening w- watching back for uh, Lauren to see how close she was for, to that idol in the tree. For all of them, though. Yeah, for all of them that it was right. I, I was fooled. I mean, Mimi kept saying, oh, maybe she found it and they're not showing us. I'm like, well, Mimi, they haven't done that since season 15. Like, tell the secret like that until Tribal Council. That's That would be pretty bold of them. They haven't done that in a long time. I don't think they would do it. And then she pretends that she has it <laughs> and i was like uh oh, mimi you're right and then it was she was joking around yeah couple- th- there was no way in that moment though because lauren had just done her full goodbye speech <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> that would have been the most insane thing to act like you just threw you've given up you're doing your whole goodbye speech and then you pull out an idol in rule of threes, though, they showed us three times when somebody pretended th- that they had found the idol. Jam Jam did it at the water well. He had only found a piece of wood. True. And uh, then he did it again. He says, oh, I found it. And it was the um, individual immunity from the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, being a prankster. Yeah. And then he pranked us by beating Carolyn at the end. <laughs> I did. I also read a stat that Jamjin had like almost equal as amount of, or as equal amount of confessionals as Carolyn. They were they were uh, such no, a Jam Jam had dude. more. Jam Jam broke the record for confessionals in, in the season in the in the modern seasons. Anyways, I don't know if he beat like Rupert or something like that, but. Wow. It's so, it just goes to show you cuz in my head 
Carolyn's the main character this season. But then you look back, it's like, no, I mean, they yeah, did have basically it, it was Jam Jam and Carolyn sitcom. I loved when they pitched that sitcom. I would love to watch that sitcom. <laughs> get uh, get Cochran writing. Yeah. Cochran and David Wright. Yeah. Get them on the case. And Penner. Yeah. Get Penner on the case. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the, on the case, by the way. Solving mysteries. That sounds yeah, good. You can call it the bye-bye jam. Bye-bye jam. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. All right. Now we're cooking. So you took your sunglasses off. Yeah. I'm starting to loosen up a little bit here. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I I was talking to um, our pal, uh, past guest of the podcast, Tom Henry, this week. I saw him, ran oh, into at? him uh, briefly at my uh, at my work. He came in, and he has really gone full into the Russell Hance take of these not being real winners. <laughs> yeah, that's just Tom. Tom has strong opinions. It's fine. He's I don't leaving. Even, I don't even think that he finished the season. No, he's he he said he can't work himself up to watch it because of the twenty six days. Yeah, he's uh, he he sees purity in the thirty nine day game. I guess I ultimately most of the time don't notice the twenty six days when I see how quick it is. It does. I do see it, but it doesn't bother me too too much. This yeah. season, this season did come around in the in the merge. I was feeling a lot of fatigue in the pre-merge of this season. I did not love all the advantages and all that stuff. Once they slowed down with all the new advantages and all the stupid bullshit, I came around on it, and I have told Tom as much. But I do see how you watch the pre-merge of the season and be like, "Who? I don't recognize this fucking show anymore." <laughs> um. Uh, but, uh, I have a podcast that forces me to watch the show, so I can't give up on the show. Um, <laughs> Would you, you wouldn't have gave up on the show. No, no, I probably wouldn't have. No, I do. I do. I still think that it needs a big reset. I, me, I don't know how many players they have in 45, but I'm kind of hoping there's 20 or, or, you know, uh, split split the tribes in the two. I would love to see a two tribe season. Well, we can talk least. about uh 45 at the end of this. Cause we did get a little yeah. uh, preview ski here, uh, but we should go back to yeah, nothing, nothing. Nobody's popping quite like Carolyn did in that, that, uh, no. Oh man. Do I ever remember the days of watching the preview of her rubbing the rocks on herself and going, yes, that is who I want to watch. And never, never did I imagine that that person that stole my heart in a matter of seconds would give me a full season's worth of content. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful thing that and, was. And looking back, and I, and I thought this today, because Carolyn and Jam Jam had more hilarious chats, I was like, these two, this is one of the more iconic pairings, just... Get them together. They break the edit, those two, because like you don't usually see. The, I, I, there was multiple times in this episode where it's like you don't get, I mean, sometimes in these longer episodes, sure, but you don't get to see these smaller moments. But the, the editors just can't resist themselves. They got gold every time those two interact, and they're in, on the same tribe the entire season. Yeah. 
And I, and, you, and I was so disappointed that uh, I mean Heidi obviously very impressive at the end, and Danny wanted to give her his vote. Good for him. I would have loved that if fucking Franny and Lauren stuck to what it seemed like they were gonna do before the final tribal council and voted for fucking Carolyn. Mm-hmm. So we could get her second place next to her buddy. No, Heidi's second place. Sorry, buddy. I know. It's kind of <laughs> like in in season 40 when like Michelle Fitzgerald's getting second place at it the whole time and then comes in third um, next to Natalie Anderson. <laughs> it's a bummer. Yeah, this... Um... It's it's a tough pill for me still. I might have to put these sunglasses back on. Uh, but, yeah. I yeah, love it, Jam Jam, though. I love Jam Jam. Jam Jam was great. I got I got to rewatch the season. And so, I honestly am feeling compelled to. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it would be a great rewatch. I mean, all of the Josh moments when he joins Carolyn and Jam Jam would pr- be very fun to rewatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. So, thinking about what happened here um, going into this first immunity slash reward challenge with Carson winning it. We don't have to get too deep into that, but it was another puzzle that no doubt he 3d printed 3D printed. Yeah. Um, and he took jam jam on the reward. So then spaghetti. we got a little bit of perspective of a spaghetti reward. Carrot cake, not chocolate cake. That's what I'm talking about. I'm a carrot cake guy too. Uh I I would if I was choosing between carrot cake and chocolate cake, I would choose carrot cake. Chocolate cake is just far too much. I like chocolate. If you're gonna put chocolate on a cake, balance it out with something vanilla, whether it's the cake or the the icing. You know. Oh my God, Joel, we've never been more on the same page than we are right now. I just I feel like that's a no brainer though. You know. No, I don't know. Some people are really big into chocolate cake, but everyone on the beach was pretty excited about the carrot cake. They all agree with us too. So, um, but yeah, cake, you need like you need if if I'm having a rich chocolate cake, I need like I never drink a glass of milk. I need a glass of milk or a scoop of vanilla ice cream, or I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It just sticks in my mouth. It becomes a paste. Yeah, I feel like I need water after and a lot of water just to wash the flavor of the cake out, which means it's not worth me having. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, so we get the split of these two, and this is what I mainly want to dive into, is how real do you think this, like, Jam Jam wants to vote out Carolyn, Carolyn wants to vote out Jam Jam. I I really don't think there's much weight on it as much as the edit was putting on. Maybe but, Carolyn's kicking herself now. Well, maybe maybe no, I I don't think Carolyn would change anything there. Yeah, it's like I think the bond between Jam Jam and Carolyn whether however you want to ask them in those last few votes it was just too strong. That it wasn't just what nothing was going to break through. I think Jam Jam obviously did not have to vote out Carolyn last week, but this week she had her shot and uh, didn't take it. No, and it was weird that. that, and that I mean, it could, maybe maybe that. Sorry, maybe that is like what at the end she didn't have that move that wasn't. Like a Carson telling her, 
to vote for Lauren or, or Jam Jam. I, like I would she say- never win against. If she, I think if she had that play against them, maybe she could have some more agency. In Carolyn is the only one of them, though, that did have the move for herself. She had a couple moves there for herself that she's the one behind it. And you can clearly see it. And I think the jury knew too. Jam Jam really didn't. He never had a move. Um, that was just like him. The only time he was separated from them but, was but, but when Carolyn. It, is, it is true. It is true that he um, he had relationships with everyone, and that's true. Him yeah. being in the middle was intentional and even when he got votes those were always um typically like split votes but at the same time he went after the people that voted for him it's there's no coincidence and we know that from his confessionals um no undoubtedly went after the votes the, the the people that voted for him undoubtedly yes but carson was also doing the same thing you know like that's that's what I'm kind of saying here. But regardless, the weird thing to come out of this first tribal council was Lauren gets there and says, nobody talked to me about yeah. any kind of voting, which we, we saw. We saw that they did. Yeah. We saw that both Jam Jam was trying to get her to vote for Carolyn, and Carolyn was like, I, I could work with you and Heidi. And even Heidi was like, no, I thought we had a plan here. But Lauren didn't even vote with, didn't even talk to Carson, didn't talk to Jam. Like I guess she talked to Jam Jam about the Carolyn thing, but that did not get anywhere. It seemed like um, Lauren was all in with like, okay, I'm gonna take the risk here and vote Jam Jam because that's yeah. definitely what Heidi's doing, and then maybe Carolyn will do it too. Uh, yeah, we we missed the conversations where Carson and Jam Jam convinced. Um, Heidi and Carolyn to go for Lauren. Well, I um, I don't think there was any real weight to even when Carolyn was doing those individual confessionals and was like, maybe I will vote for Jam Jam. I I don't I was seeing it as more her being facetious in that moment. And they were struggling to cause drama. So funny when she when they get back and like Carolyn's being so cagey and they're like, well, maybe we need a Tika on the jury. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it would be a, a tough game to play. Uh she would be a tough person to play with. I mean I don't know. The one time they went totally op the two t- they went totally opposite two two times. The Franny vote and the Sarah vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um but you know. It, it, yeah, we can pick it apart. It's. I think. I think in the end, I think Jam Jam probably deserved it. From my standpoint, I was rooting for Carolyn more, but I can see why Jam Jam won. But I really think that Carolyn should be a close second place. I was real sorry. I, we keep coming back to this. Sorry, everyone at home. Maybe you're feeling the same way as us. Maybe you're not at all. But uh, 
I was really hoping because we've had three blowouts in a four blowouts, four like actual blowouts in a row. Mm-hmm. And, and if maybe I'd have to look at the numbers again, but you could even count 40 as a blowout. I know maybe the Dean versus Tommy thing was a bit closer, but not since Ghost Island have we had even close to a tie. So I was really hoping for some sort of like a, 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 a close vote, you know? Yeah. It seemed like um, the hive mind came together on that one. And obviously, you know, there, there was a few things that for me, I was like, okay, Carolyn's is doing this. Well, Carson's giving her the thumbs up. Um, he's, <laughs> he's coaching her from the sidelines there. Mm. I, I was all on board with it, but I, I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed that Jam Jam won. I, I do think that Jam Jam's a really fun winner. I think that he did do a good job. I, I think he'll be a like a, like a like a legendary winner. People will see him as an iconic winner for sure. Yeah, he's he's someone that I can get behind and would want to see again in like a winner season or something like that. I I, I think the main thing more so than like, of course I wanted Carolyn to win, but I I think the main thing I'm disappointed in was not having a vote or two. Like I just expected a couple votes, I think at least. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a little bit um, disappointed, especially because of the whole story that they're telling this whole season is that you can be an emotional and strategic player. And other people are saying that too. Other people are voicing that, that they're learning that from Carolyn, like Lauren voiced it earlier in the season, voiced it again here. Like you can do that. Like there's no player like this before. Like this is like unheard of right now. Yeah. And that's what makes it disappointing. At the end. Yeah, I, th- I think that to put that much preface on all of that and that story and then have the payoff be like, oh, I guess you can't. <laughs> like, if you look at the votes, you're like, oh, I guess you yeah. can't do that. <laughs> I guess you can't uh, be emotional and strategic. The jury's spoken. You can't. <laughs> Obviously, on paper, she seems similar to, like, Anora or... Yeah. Someone like that at the end. Uh, that's a, that's what we're looking at. Yeah, but that it, like and on paper, even with the results, it seems like they're similar players. But Carolyn was so much. I mean, Nora was obviously very entertaining to to watch, but Carolyn was just you rooted for her a lot more, and you could honestly you could see the trajectory of her getting there. Um, so, and like when she says, uh, I was underestimated, I was underestimated. I really wanted her to be like, here's why. Here's yeah. why I was underestimated. You make a good point. Um, there's there's more elaboration there and you can take your time and take your moment to talk more and really explain. And um, maybe if she didn't do it, I, I think that she did have, I think everyone had a pretty good final tribal, honestly. Yeah. Like I, I think yeah. everyone had... They're kind of moments in there. I thought that honestly, when they were doing that final tribal too, like I was and they would cut to the jury. It really looked like uh, Jam Jam didn't have them on his side a lot of the time. 
Like they uh, were like cutting the to like expressions? blank faces and then it would cut to like Carolyn and everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just waving their arms in the air, having a good time over there. <laughs> no, no doubt that she's well liked, but maybe, maybe it was an uphill battle to get them to vote for her, which is disappointing, but no, no doubt in my mind of the, of the four new era seasons, I think like best character is her. And I second, think she's top five of all time. I'd have to take a look, but uh, um, definitely of the new era. Number two is probably jam jam, which is the funny thing. Yeah. Top five is uh, jam jam. Number two, Carolyn, number one, and then uh, coach number three. No, I'm talking new era. Oh, new era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Coach, honestly, I, I think is that a, is a is is a such a huge presence, even when he's not on the screen. That sure, yeah, he's number three best player of the new era. I might be making a controversial statement here, but I think that Matthew Mayle might be in the top five, honestly, of this season or the new era of the new era. Disagree. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna stand by it. No. I don't, I, I just, maybe if he made it, if he didn't fall off that rock. No, I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> he, he made the most out of a short stint. If you're going to put, if you're going to put, who, who the fuck did you, you put Strunk in our like top list? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to put get Strunk in the list, oh, I'm going to put Matthew Mail. I'm worried I've been super quiet. This whole time, I'm turning my volume up. Sorry if I've been super. Oh, that maybe I think I'm too loud there. Oh man, I'm sorry if I've been super quiet this whole time. People at home, have I been quiet to you? No. Hmm. No. No, you can't hear me now. You may have to compress the audio. Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're so back. We're back. I uh, likely my microphone was fine for the first part there. But likely, hey everybody, we're back. Likely, uh, my microphone was uh, good there. And you probably but, just heard "we're back" twice in a row too, because I, I hit the play button with wet hands, so the water just lingered on there and hit. <laughs> recording and stop you can edit that first part out <laughs> i won't i won't do it i won't do it so confusing i'm not quiet the whole time and then i start being like i'm quiet i'm quiet and <laughs> let's take a break when we're back and we're back <laughs> <laughs> yep not my fault oh <laughs> uh, man everyone this is we're, and we're trying to be authentic throughout all this. We're trying to give you everything like Jam Jam and Carolyn do. Give you, yeah. tell you everything about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the big Hold problem the about this finale, though, too, Joel, is that it it, it, it was so long. Um, it's 1130 at night here. I want to go to bed. And I'm just being my authentic self and telling my truth right now. And you can want to go to bed and still be strategic. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll say what Jeff said to Carolyn. Well, maybe you should get some sleep. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Are you mad at me now? 
Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been great when Heidi was like, I would be the oldest female winner. And then Jam Jam was like, I'd be the first Puerto, Me- Puerto Rican man. Carolyn could have said, I'd be the first one who ever made Jeff mad to win. <laughs> or no, so ever got mad at Jeff. You think she'd be the first to ever get mad at Jeff? I don't know. Whoever, first to admit that they got mad at Jeff. That's true. Everyone else was too scared. They kept it silent. Yeah. But Um, anyways, let's keep moving on this thing so we can get through it. Lauren's gone. Well, I just wanted to say, I mean, it just did seem like Lauren fell on her sword, eh? Yeah, she really did. She she, She gave up at the end. She, yeah. it really felt like she gave up on her on the end. Like she just felt like, ah, why even bother? I'm going to just say my goodbye speech and have essentially a longer torch snuff than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's all, that's all it was. It was just feeling like, okay, Lauren's definitely going home. Let's what's not even Carson, worry about it. What's Carson's play here? I mean, he, I mean, love Carson. Honestly, he's such a cute boy. Um, but like when he, when he won the puzzle, he was like, oh, Jeff, I was like, Oh my God, what a, what a nice boy. Um, but <laughs> how does he, how did like, how does he end up in the end final four with three people who are so good at fire? Yeah. I mean, he said that he practiced fire, but even at the very, they flash back to the like first day and he's hacking at that flint and he's not getting a flame. I mean, it's like, if you like, is Lauren good at fire? Do you keep Lauren? So you go to fire. If if she's like a perceived threat, you keep Lauren and then you go to fire with Lauren. Yeah, I I think I guess that would be kind of the play. Maybe I think that Carson's main play here with getting out Lauren was that if Lauren's gone, then the only person that's going to put me at fire is going to be if Heidi wins. But there's three of us and one of her, so likely we'll win. But if Lauren's there, then it would be Lauren or Heidi have the potential of putting Carson to fire. Yeah. And Lauren's been winning more competitions. So I I think that he just banked on that either him, Jam Jam, or the off chance Carolyn would win that final immunity. And neither of them would want to put Carson to fire. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny, Lauren being that threat at the end. It's likely like that invisible social game that we so often don't see. Well, um, I, I mean, we kind of saw it a little bit, right? And yeah. and I think that the one thing that made Lauren a threat was that, um, and they they mentioned it here, and I've been mentioning it a couple times the last few weeks. Some people have scoffed, not you necessarily, Joel, but other people have scoffed at me for saying that uh, Lauren could be a threat at a final three because it's all of her allies sitting there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's and none a of big Ratsu... Yeah, there's a big rat two presence on the jury. Um, uh, and you saw that come into play with, you know, Heidi and Danny, honestly. Like, Danny yeah. gave his reason why he chose Heidi. Like, maybe really, ex- like, that fire play just sent him over the edge. Like, he was all hot and bothered by it. I don't know. Yeah. 
but I think it was mainly well, he is a firefighter, so that he could have. But Chris, Chris George came on this podcast while you were away one week and called Lauren's game horrendous. <laughs> and I was like, being like, I don't think it's that good, but I don't think we've seen enough to call it any adjective, adjective at all. We had barely seen any of her game and he was calling it horrendous. I was like, I mean, at best, I just say I haven't seen enough content to, to yeah. describe her game. That was like the week that Kane went home. We'd barely gotten to know Lauren. I do, I do feel like we've seen enough of her game for me to say like, oh, okay, she seemed very likable and I do like her, but maybe wasn't the best strategic player. Definitely like won some challenges though. So good for her. She, the only real like strategy blunder that you saw, I guess, I mean, strategy blunder for them. They came in with the numbers and lost them. So the whole strategy blunder for the whole team. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Lauren was someone they wanted out first out of them. Like they were talking about Lauren before Brandon went out, right? Like they were, they've been talking about Lauren for a long time, wanting her out and she was winning challenges. She had that extra vote. Yeah, other things just swerved it. She had the extra vote. And the big blunder that she made was kind of wasting that extra vote, right? So, Mm -hmm. but other than that, I mean... Not splitting the vote when Brandon went home, too. Yeah, and and I guess, like, she needed to work with Heidi more. Like, Jamie, Heidi, and her could have worked together. Like, and, And then, I guess you know what? I'm coming around to Chris George because now I'm seeing that she also fell on her own sword again. So she just kind of gave up (laughs) as soon as her people went away. She kind of gave up and she was just along for the ride at that moment of just like, maybe I'll make it to the final three somehow. I don't know. It's not going to be anything I do. Yeah. That was like her, her main strategy in final five was to win the challenge. And when you like feel like everything that Carson won was that format of challenge where it's yeah. an obstacle course and then do a, a a puzzle that's easily 3D printed. Yeah. Um uh very cute also when everybody didn't when Jam Jam and Carolyn found out that he worked for NASA. I thought that was fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was good. Like NASA? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so now we're at Final Four. It's some motion. Getting sick of of that one. I like that. Well, this was better than it was uh, two years ago, I guess. Did they do it last year? Oh, fucking Cody. They do it so much. I have no fucking clue. I think they did some motion last year. Uh, the, um, anyways, the year with Marianne yeah, Cassidy, Cassidy won it. Yeah, Cassidy won it. Oh, really? Well, the year with Marianne, where it was like Jonathan and stuff like that, where everyone Romeo, just, Romeo won. Yeah, everyone lost immediately, though mainly. Mm-hmm. Right. So this was better than that. Yeah, they got to four balls this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good for Heidi, but I mean, I'm done with some motion. Come on, let's let's move on. Go back to that big spider maze with all different obstacle courses. Do something new. Do something you've never done before. How you know you know what they should do? 
They should do the final immunity should be the uh, mud challenge. I would just love that. Fill a big bucket of mud. It's mud challenge combined with the meat challenge. <laughs> yeah, you have to fill a big bucket of mud, and it's the spider. It's the spider, but each leg is just either covering yourself in mud and putting it into a bucket, or then the <laughs> next leg is filling a bucket with pork. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Yeah, that's and then they have one new one too that we can't oh, even. It's, it's, Gulliver, think of. it's Gulliver's Travels with the huge Gulliver. <laughs> they have to watch the full movie and the answer. Day. It's mixed with the Blair Witch, where they have to yeah watch they have, the full movie and then answer trivia questions. They have cameras on them, and it's like Dan. Le- it's the Dan Lambo Memorial. <laughs> That's we've my finale. Some, we've lost some fucking real ones lately. Dan Lambo, Keith Nail. What the fuck's going on? What's next? Rudy. Ru- well, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, but still fresh in my heart. Yeah. Speaking of Blair Witch, the Survivor Witch Project. Um. Yeah, so <laughs> Heidi wins. And uh, we have... Oh, this is the moment I was talking about when just Carolyn and and Jam Jam discussing their fire and how they're they're discussing who's better at fire and they just they're just bickering. It's so funny. He's like, "Mine's still going." She goes, "Mine's still going." She's like, "You just started." She's like, "Well, mine's on an incline." Well, mine's on an incline too. It's just like <laughs> it's so fun. I'd watch I'd watch the full show spinoff of that. It's so funny. Um, and really almost made me cry, uh, Jam Jam helping Carson. That was, that was a really nice moment. Beautiful moment. And, uh, in, in TV and movies, uh, the thing that typically makes me cry is when people are nice to each other or they sacrifice or, you know, something like that, like doing something like that. Well, it's like Jam Jam said in that moment, I don't want to see my friend get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And then we got an after show flashback of Matthew Mail embarrassing his ally before leaving the game. Yeah. <laughs> his closest ally, completely embarrassing for the full time she stayed in this game. Well, it. Yeah, I mean, Jam Jam also said I could I could lose this game because of this, and I don't care. And it's just, oh man, it 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 really uh, my heart skipped, my took my breath away. It was very nice, and you're you're right that uh, Matthew Mail was not as kind to his closest ally, the Plant Mom. Um, um, and 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 for what it's worth, Carson did not embarrass himself. Nope. He did quite well in fire and only lost because Heidi was very, very fast. Yeah, we were so close. So close to getting the Tika final three, I predicted. Uh, hey, I was sure that Carson would go home final five. I mean, he won, so it didn't wasn't as if. But still, he did go home as soon as he was Able to, um, uh, yeah, uh, but for some reason, I just I knew just from the way things were going in this 
this episode, I knew Carson was not going to win. I just knew. I wasn't sure that Carolyn was going to win. I wasn't sure that Jam Jam was going to win. I wasn't sure that Heidi was going to win. I just could you tell were... just the way the edit was going. I could tell that 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 Carson was getting this heartbreaker edit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a heartbreaker. But you know what was a heart warmer? After Carson's gone, we get this amazing confessional to wrap up Carolyn's story. Oh, when she, she says, uh, do you remember my, my first confessional? Yeah. And we hark back to her, the, how, how we kicked off that season. That was neat. That was very cool. Yeah. And we got another breaking the fourth wall almost, I guess. Yeah. We heard the voice of the producer. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I should have known that Carolyn wasn't winning right then and there. That wrapped her story up right there. I guess so. We didn't actually see the rocks thing on the show, did we? That was just in the neck on the preview, right? Which the rocks, the rocks Roy? The rock, the rocks, Roy. <laughs> yeah, the rocks, Roy. You know how she's rubbing rocks on her face? No, no, we we did see that. That um, I think that was in the first episode. I'm pretty sure that was in the first episode. We kind of like the first three episodes. We just got like a smattering of like unconnected, beautiful Carolyn confessionals. But I feel like I've gotten to know her more than I've gotten to know most survivor players. I just feel like even my perception from the pre-merge has changed completely. I just feel like I just really know this person and I, I uh because not only just because we saw a lot of her but because she's just very authentic and obviously that's part of her whole deal oh yeah but she just let it out and was able to guide us through it it's very cool i would love to see more and she's winning the hearts of past survivor players like randy yeah so what did randy say Randy said he's in love with her. Well, that's good because Randy is uh, kind of a controversial Twitter survivor player. Not always has the best takes, mm-hmm. but at least he's going against the Russell. When you said that Tom was going the Russell Hans route, I was afraid that he was anti-Carolyn. Also anti-trans, if you <laughs> look at... Uh, <laughs> that would be insane if Tom like just came into my workplace and dropped that on me and left. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I don't want to put that in the air. No. <laughs> but if you look at Russell's Twitter, it's a lot of anti-Carolyn stuff, anti-trans stuff, and anti-26 days stuff. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's a fucking moron. Titanic sinking, though. Yeah. Um. Oh, God. I think we, we discussed this on a recent podcast that Russell's tweets all have fucking five likes each. <laughs> Not like I have much more, but for somebody who is on Survivor and was a, originally a pretty popular player, you'd think he'd get more likes every tweet. No, his... Uh, I actually tweeted out a thing about his Twitter, and it was the Titanic sinking. Yeah, well, exactly. You should have tweeted that 
years ago. No, I just tweeted it yesterday. I just thought, oh, maybe now it's going down. It it was interesting, the edit of this episode, because the way we get everybody's kind of opening quote was uh, in the container of looking for an idol. Yeah. Why I need an idol. Why it's important to have an idol. Why I don't need an idol. Why I do, like, was it Carson that was kind of being the one being like, I didn't, like, think about advantages that much while playing this game. So... That's like not really part of my game, but I would really need one tonight because I do think my name is on the block right now. Your Carson's getting pretty good. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. And working with Jam Jam and Carolyn is really such a good, a incredible part of my game. <laughs> I love I love Carson too. It's those three players were really fun to watch, and uh, and Matthew Mail. Can't say I was crazy about Matthew Mail. What about uh, when he fell off the rocks, Royce? And while Carolyn was rubbing them on her face, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, but yeah, I was so obviously it's probably made the season better that those three lasted so long and the fact that they were such a clear alliance i think the reason this pre-merge really is the best of the new era i think is because the numbers were so clear and there was obviously those underdogs to root for and the fact that they all came from the same tribe and they were working together the whole time it was very clear story it wasn't confusing the fact that Heidi at one point during final tribal said that she had a different game because she worked from the bottom the whole time and they didn't was like an insane thing to say. I'm glad they both jumped on that because Kane said something similar about um yeah, about Heidi and Jam Jam each of their game being like 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 how Heidi played a riskier game and I was like, what are you what the fuck are you talking? Oh, I guess it's because the the fire at the end, but just the fire other, at the otherwise, end. Otherwise, I don't think nothing else was that. risky. She didn't jump out and try to make moves. I guess. Well, the one other thing she, she did waffled was risky. so hard on everything. Yeah, the one other thing she did that was risky was vote for Danny when she was the only one to vote for her closest oh, ally. Too people were telling her to do that. Um, yeah, uh, and and. Her her misplaying of that is why she got votes that night. And yeah, I just like I don't think Heidi was the best player throughout. Obviously, she made a good play at the end, but also it's like it's not that original at this point. And it's like you knew you were gonna win. You're you're really good at fire, and Carson's not that great. But hey, but it was still Heidi. the move to make, though. And I yeah, yeah. I got oh it was it was it was. I mean, right. they're being an asshole. There was at least like a little bit in my mind, especially with the looming of last season, that man, oh man, that fire might have meant a lot to some people. Yeah. Um, I wonder what it would have been like if she sent uh Carolyn to fire against Carson. Yeah, I mean, if she did that, then I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh, she puts Carolyn to fire or puts Jam Jam to fire. Whoever she puts to fire and wins, 
is probably going to win at that point. Mm -hmm. And not to go against myself of being like, Oh, fire is not that important, but like the, the games are that close to me for, for them in this specific situation that Mm -hmm. any little bit at that late in the game is going to count towards them and might set them over the edge. Like if if Carolyn won that final immunity, that might have set her over the edge to win. Just well, win one. Let's let's talk about this. And I, it's it's woulda coulda shoulda. But if if the girls, the ladies, stay together, they vote out Jam Jam at final five. Same thing happens. Heidi takes Carson out of fire. So we got Lauren, Heidi, Carolyn. Mm-hmm. What's happening? It, that's the final three. Yeah. Lauren wins. Hmm. Here's why. Because when they were having that conversation, even on the beach, and Carolyn was like, oh, maybe I will vote Jam Jam or whatever. Lauren was in her confessionals being like, I got to do anything to like try to turn these people. So if Carolyn turned on jam jam and then saw Carson go home next. And then she's brought to the end by Lauren who wins the competition. Then Lauren's going to be, I think perceived as the one that was able to break through this unpenetrable force trio and get them out and take the numbers back and bring who she wanted at the end. So what you're saying is Carolyn had no chance. You don't, you don't, I you don't not. see, I mean, I would, ho- I, I would, I would hope that maybe like the jam jam vote would be seen as, I mean, this is a fucking hypothetical that didn't happen and doesn't matter in my head, like Carolyn taking out jam jam would be a, a big move. She took out her ally. I knew it wouldn't happen because there wasn't enough confessionals that way. So, but yeah. Do you think that they would have? The the problem is that, yes, it's a big move if Carolyn does that and Carolyn takes out Jam Jam. But it it all kind of depends on how it shakes up. And I think that it's more likely to be perceived by that jury that's mm-hmm. filled with people that know Lauren a lot more mm-hmm. to to say Lauren did what none of us could. Yeah, And it was never going to happen. I don't think Carolyn was ever going to vote out Jam Jam. They were too close. No. It always caught it, it, especially early on. It caught me off guard because it, it always seemed like they were they were having a falling out. But literally, I just think that was their dynamic. Like with the Bible Felicia stuff, I was sure that they were weren't going to recover from that. But like a couple of votes later, she's crying because she doesn't want Jam Jam to go. So I'm like, oh wow, they just really they love each other, mm-hmm. and that and it's just one of those dynamics. Yeah, I mean, I think it was more so like. Because with Jam Jam in that moment or whatever, she chose Sarah, right? She chose to take Sarah out Mm -hmm. and not him because she was still close with him. But give him a little tap on the snout, if you know what I mean. Put him back in his place. So let's go through the live finale. I do think that Carolyn seemed a little sad. And in the way that Xander and Owen both seemed, yeah, sad. I I saw a um, 
I saw Owen tweeted out that the fact that him and Carolyn had the same number of votes in the end is absolutely criminal. That she should have had more. <laughs> That's nice of Owen. But I also think he deserved a bit more than he got. But um, I always liked Owen, but not as much as I like Carolyn. But Well, he's a lovable curmudgeon. Yeah, you're right. Um, weirdly, he was also the the person that got m- the most content out of his final three, even though apparently Jam Jam got the most. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. She seemed sad. But let's let's go through some of the big moments. How did it start? What did they talk about? All the idols and how Jamie's idol was fake. Yeah, we got that big uh, moment. We kind of went over that already. We yeah. got the relationship of uh, Matt and Franny. We didn't talk about yet. We talked about the uh, show pitch of the relationship between they, Jam Jam. They seem like, like they. I mean, obviously they're in the honeymoon phase right now. But they're head over heels. Very sexy. Like they're really close to each other and like touching each other and all this stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening on this Ponderosa? I, well, um, you saw Carolyn look back at one point to, I don't know, was it Lauren or something? I don't know who it was. She looked back at somebody and about when they said that Franny and Matt are together and they were like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we've been hearing them fucking all. <laughs> oh wow um maybe it was jamie it's like yeah i'm trying to eat my worms in peace they're called manny yeah yeah we we got got, a manny chant going yeah i didn't love that i don't i don't love couple names bit too cute but okay so we had that we had that um obviously they're eating pizza by stew um, mm-hmm. champagne, unless Stu got fired, which would be huge news. Hopefully, <laughs> that would we would have to do a whole episode about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, we would have to not do whatever weekly recap we had to do and just talk about how <laughs> Stu got fired. <laughs> they had the champagne, which I one of my favorite moments of the episode is when Danny ran over to Jam Jam and poured champagne on his head. I thought that was really cute. <laughs> um, Danny doing that funny little walk. What is that walk where they like swing their arms behind their back? Is that some video game walk? I don't know what the hell he's doing. I kind of didn't pay attention to that. I don't know what you're talking about. I just noticed his poncho. Yes, the poncho looks funny. Um, yeah, what the hell else happened? I These live finales are so forgettable. I want They're not live. Those fake finales at the end are so forgettable i want a live finale bring back the live finale i was i'll be honest i was pretty checked out i wanted to hear about jamie's fake idol i yeah you've sent a zoom link halfway through i was like we ain't done bro well i i sent it to you and i was like as soon as we fucking get the preview for the next season i'm done with whatever bullshit jeff is trying to say now it's nothing he was feeding us nothing, and 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 you can't disagree with me because you're you can't even remember. And it was like an hour ago. No, I it was yeah, nothing. I don't love the fake uh, 
reunions because I really just I want the pre-merge people in. I like the pre-merge people. Bring them in. Well, I guess the one thing is that yeah, we need more Matthew Mail. He was the star of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bruce one- is out there right now. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce. Okay, we got to talk about the next time on or whatever it is, the season preview. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing we haven't talked about is that Jamie's fake idol is going to be inserted into another season. And you're not going to know if it's real or fake or not. Yeah, and Heidi was like, that's amazing. I was like, is it? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, it's I guess it is for Jamie because ghost she knows she'll get a clip of her this, <laughs> in that idol was grow, grew, and evolved into a real idol. The yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So okay. Um, maybe one of now, us will get on that season and we'll uh, look at it and be like, oh, I wonder if this is fake or real or not. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Matt Mayo. Matt Mayo should get paid as a prop master now. Yeah, he really did some damage. Mm-hmm. And when when Jam Jam picked up that stick and was like, "It's an idol," I did want to be like, "It's a fucking stick." <laughs> <laughs> like Eliza did once before. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't remember anything else from the live thing other than you know inspirational quotes. Brandon talking about how he passed out and Kane talking about how he passed out. Kane also made some fucking reference to sword and shield, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was seeing... Here's the thing I didn't talk about with Kane. Just to fucking put this guy on blast one last time before I, I and everyone else forgets about his sorry ass for the rest of our lives. <laughs> this fucking guy talking about who he's going to vote for. Saying that Jam Jam uh, can read if you're taking a fart by the well. Oh, this, I, I just remember. This is the Canadian we get. I just remember Jam Jam's best final tribal council moment. That would be a good moment for us to end on because, yes, that is a strange thing that Kane said. But Jam Jam saying, I got to know you all. I got to know the flicker in your eye. When you told me something about your kids or your family or something that made you happy. And I knew you were lying when that flicker went away. It's like, that's why he won. That quote is so good. Yeah. And, and, and we've been saying all season that, that Jam Jam is good at spotting a lie. So is Carolyn, but they're both good at spotting lies. Mm-hmm. And well, Jam Jam was built for a moment like that. His whole career is being in a salon, talking. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Yeah. But let's talk about season 45. So the Canadian guy was the guy talking about how he's going to be a villain is the one thing I clocked. Yeah, that was cool. I like that guy already. Okay. But here's the star. Bruce is back. Bruce is back, and the first thing we see of him is him jumping off a boat. So we're getting an old school marooning. Mm-hmm. But be careful, Bruce. Be careful. <laughs> I hope. Uh, I hope we get some big Bruce moments. I hope Bruce uh, goes deep into the game and gets the full ex- survivor experience that he deserves. 
Uh, but everyone seeing it uh, seems interesting in this one. And it's not just the villain guy to me, but I think that we're, we just got done a very fun loving season mm-hmm. with very supportive. I, I think that we're, we're going to have quite a few villains in this one. I think that this is going to get a little bit nasty. That's my prediction for 45. I think that this one, is I, that a, a I, prediction I, or a hope. I saw, no, it's a prediction. I saw a little bit of flickers from some people that might get a little bit mean spirited out there. So okay. I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to get uh, a much more um, dramatic uh, season, maybe. more fighting, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, more yeah, uh, the, Abby the, Maria throwing a coconut. Yeah. The most fighting we got this season for it was between the people that loved each other the most. Yeah, it was, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful season. I think it's going to be a good rewatch. Uh, this one. I agree. I, if, if for, for, for Yam, Jam Jam and Carolyn alone, uh, what a, what a iconic duo. They're, they are like the, the Joel and Cody of survivor. The Joel and Cody. I mean, or, you know, I was going to just say Dominic and Wendell, that well, that Franny was searching for. Yeah, those two don't fucking bicker like we do. I guess so. I I wonder if if week to week people are surprised that we we actually like each other after <laughs> hearing us argue. We didn't have much to disagree on this week though. No, we even agreed on the carrot cake. And you didn't have the, this chair to deal with. We didn't have to worry about chair gate. Mm-hmm. We're no no more chair gates. We're talking with each other, you know? I think you you also like to be distracted by uh, my DVD tower beside me. Yeah, I, I look at all of the titles beside you, and it uh, makes me drown out your constant bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what title do you see? Can you actually see any title? I think I see the thing. Uh, Is that right? Do you? I don't know. It's you can't really make out any of the lettering. I would, no. if I was to guess, down by the arm of the couch, you got like eight mile down there. No. <laughs> okay, I don't know what's going on. No, no eight mile. There's a lot of red borders, so I'd guess one of those is Shaun of the Dead. Uh. Yes. Yes. No. Okay. Oh no. Here's Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead's over here. Yeah, that's Shaun of the Dead. Sorry, man. You're way off. Wow. You're fucking way off, bro. Well, I'll keep talking for a little bit more, and maybe I can make out some of these titles. <laughs> <laughs> for for people who don't know, we're talking about the DV- the tower of DVDs I have next to me. Yeah, you have a classic, um, two thousand and five style DVD tower. Spinning, four-sided. Yeah, mm-hmm. you fit a, actually go on. You fit a Blu-ray in that bad boy? No, no, no. It pissed me off. That would, but I mean, I have enough DVDs. So, mm. you want more? No, I'm I I'm not accepting any DVDs and blue and VHS at this time. I'm only accepting v, Blu-rays. Oh, I'll drop off some DVDs to you. No, thank you. <laughs> Unless they're Survivor DVDs, I would love some of those. I've always, 
I remember renting those from Blockbuster and watching the special features. I I have one Survivor DVD I can give to you. Really? Yeah, it's um, it's Survivor Best of Michael Scoopin. <laughs> I that, can't get rid of this thing. Are you sure that's not a, like a file from his computer <laughs> no. that could get us both in trouble if you had it? That's why I got to get rid of it. I got to give it to you. I don't want to check it out. It says best is just it's best of Michael Scoopin. Scoopin. It's like on a floppy disk written in. <laughs> Like permanent marker? No, Someone's got to take this thing from me. I don't want it. Best of Dan Lambo. <laughs> it's Saturday Night Live. Best of Dan Lambo. Yeah, I have all of the SNL style best of DVDs of all just random Survivor players. <laughs> best of Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Best of Reynolds from Caramoan. <laughs> I, I just don't have any good ones. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Oh, man. Best of Susie from the, Gabon. <laughs> the closest to a good one I have is uh, best of three challenges only. Mm-hmm. Best of Suri from Heroes versus Villains. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most. Come on. Come on. <laughs> when she's out in the pre-merge. <laughs> um, anyway, everybody, uh, the, let's talk about what we're going to do in the postseason. We're going to do some more top. We're going to do some more drafts. We're going to do some trivia. We'll likely take a two-week break. Some best of lists. Yeah, two-week yeah. break. We got um, things planned in the horizon, though. So yeah. uh, Send us your ideas if you have them, because honestly, we'll take them. Um, uh, for like a best of list you'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I think maybe we, we're likely done with 44 content, though. Yeah, unless I mean, you never know. Maybe we'll get a we'll try and get an contestant. interview. Yeah, uh, yeah, but maybe, uh, maybe we'll get Bruce. I don't. I we've talked so much shit this year that it'll be hard to get anyone on the show. I'm sure Kane will do it. Just send a best of uh, me shit talking. Yeah, best of Cody talking shit about Kane. <laughs> I swear to God, this fucking guy, I got, I tell you, this fucking guy. You're going off at his comments about yam, jam, jam. Why am I saying yam, yam tonight? It's jam, jam. Um, oh, I had a question for you. Yeah. Right after Lauren gets voted out, mm-hmm. something happened with the jury. And then Jeff said, I love you guys. I miss that. Why did he say that? I don't remember that. <laughs> what the hell? I do not remember that. So I have no answer for you. Okay. I Fuck's don't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was probably playing Candy Crush. Were you playing Candy Crush? No, I wasn't. I was. Oh. <laughs> I. All right. Thank you all for listening. 
Uh, let us know what you thought of the winner. Did the right person win to you? Let mm-hmm. us know who would you have voted for? I guess I should say. <laughs> <laughs> who would you have voted for? <laughs> yeah. Who would you have voted for? Okay. All right. That's what I want to know. Okay. I like it. You don't like who that? Would you have, who would you have voted for if you were Kane? <laughs> If put yourself in Kane's shoes, yeah, who would you have voted for? That's what I want to know. Yeah, um, that's what I want you to send me. Um, but uh, do all that. Reach out to us. Um, yeah. We look forward to doing some good uh, uh, postseason madness yeah. and postseason and preseason, post and pre, so we can get into Bruce talk once again in the preseason. Yeah, I wonder if Bruce will make your thing this year for sure. For real. Bruce, the contestant's so nice, we saw him twice. Mm-hmm. I two can draft him in a twice. Row. I can draft him twice. When was the last time we saw someone two seasons in a row? Russell, Zeke, Zeke and Michaela. Like, oh, right, Zeke and Michaela. Yeah, because uh, Tommy Tom, didn't go Tommy, on. Yeah. You know. But thank you all so much for listening. See you Mm -hmm. later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you stop recording? No, it would say. Uh, Say what you got to say. I'm holding on to the button right now. Um, Oh, my God. Oh. uh, We got a message from someone being saying they're at the Bryson that win the finale. And... uh, (laughs) I'll, I'll tell you off, Mike. It's kind of funny, but <laughs> just somebody. Uh, uh, once upon a time, we talked shit about another Survivor podcast, and somebody is like talking about maybe going up to them and <laughs> drunkenly tell them that they like the podcast. But <laughs> sorry, uh, somebody messaged us. All right, sorry for keeping this going. Oh, Chili, Chili messaged us. Okay, said don't agree with. The yam yam t- jam jam takes. He's amazing and gonna win. Chili was right, but do agree that burping is grosser than farting. Hate burp so gross. So Chili was right. Yeah, about, about burping and jam jam. And Kane also talked about farting. So Chili yeah, and Kane are of... the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry for delaying. But uh, we got. I I I wanted to make sure we got to the message. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, okay. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.